I'll definitely be keeping that in. You saying we're live, bitch. We're live, bitch. It's um, another episode of Funny Looks, a podcast where I talk to performers about the clothes they wear. And today we have very special guest, Tarion Boyd, who mm. is a comedian, mm. an actor, mm. a presenter. Mm. And you make videos for the social and artist, you start doing paintings. Artist. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm wait, looking. you you just say just call you an artist. Okay, wait, just wait. Let's just rewind. Okay, I'll okay. edit that bit out. Okay. okay. Okay, I'd like to welcome a very special guest. It's an incredible artist called Tarian Boy. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on the show, Amelia. Welcome. Well, I'm happy to be here on Funny Looks. <laughs> I'm keeping that all in. I'm keeping the, that in. Keep it's the got whole chaotic, thing in. It's yeah. got chaotic energy, which I th- like to think is um, one of the good things about this podcast. It's good to have a chaotic energy. Um, mm. But I'm super excited to have you on because I want to talk to you about all the different clothes and looks that you've worn in different like parts of your career because mm-hmm. you started your career on the screens of the nation in a river city playing a character and then you made videos for bbc the social playing like different versions of yourself like yeah. do you know what i mean you're like presenting you're doing characters but it was all you and then you started doing comedy playing like you the comedian yeah me like all these as an arab <laughs> yeah all these different like looks so um what would you say let's like talk about like your comedy first because that's kind of how we've met on the circuit Mm -hmm. what would you say was like your like trademark comedy look i think and i don't and i don't remember where it started for the life of me but it was it was a it was a it was a river island shout out river island this episode sponsored (laughs) by ri 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 boy shoes because you can't get men's shoes in your size um, but they've all got zips on the side, pain in the ass. Um, and it was a leopard print River Island shirt that I already <laughs> had pre-comedy. Like, this wasn't like, a, oh, I'll buy a funny shirt. No, it was in there. Like, it was it was part of my day-to-day attire. And I don't remember how it happened, but it suddenly became like, I wouldn't do the gig without the shirt. Like, it was the leopard print shirt, black jeans, Doc Martens, man bun tied up, slick back, fucking trim the eyebrows. That's that. And that was the look. That was it for for and 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 i have i know the exact moment that i realized like oh i've been in this shot too long was that 
um i had a big rip up the back but i just kept wearing it because it was like the magic <laughs> the magic shot and i believe it was uh the fascist fashionista uh, raymond mearns that once said to me like uh, i was like oh should i have my head up or my hair down and i don't know i had my collar up or collar down he went unless it's fucking magic i wouldn't worry about it and i was like oh it doesn't really matter what you wear but i didn't take that advice and i kept wearing the shot but the the oh man it's got there's gonna be so much of this meal you try and keep track of these stories so i know I know that the moment that I knew that I had the shirt on for too long was, I was doing a gong show, and so did, did your audience know what gong shows are? Um, I mean, I'm actually quite bad at giving context, so, but like, I'm always just like, yeah, they'll know what that is. And yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so bad. But basically, comedians go on stage and... <laughs> I, don't, I honestly, I'm like, how do you describe this? You have... If the audience like you, mm-hmm. you try and get to like the five minutes. Mm-hmm. But if they don't like you, they like lift a card saying they don't like you. And they if go, they... boo. Yeah. And boo. Lift... Is it not like if you they lift three cards, then somebody hits the gong and that means you're off stage? Is there actually a, a real gong? I, I think there maybe was a gong in the 80s back before they had like <laughs> gong sound effects. And then they just play like gong.wav and they're like, gong, dong. <laughs> Don't, but um yeah so essentially like like I mean it says comedians go on stage and try to get stay on stage for five minutes and and um, I I remembered you I remembered you at my first gong show that I'd ever been to and let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about let's shit I'm editing this out I don't I don't like remembering that part of my career I used to wear like a black t-shirt and black jeans and do like jokes about wanking let's just like not hey, talk don't about be, that don't you dare be ashamed of the stepping stones don't you had to get the stepping stones to get to here without that stone you would never have made it just, You're I'm, now hosting this podcast and it's now an advice podcast to do with me feeling better about my career. Well, hello, welcome to the advice podcast. Thanks. <laughs> funny advice. You got shafted because, because of your accent. That was exactly what it was. And I remember, I remember being in the crowd and you came up real quick and you were like, and you got a good reaction, you know? <laughs> people were probably like, oh, who's this? Oh, what's up? And they were like, oh, hello. And one guy immediately was like, boo, boo. And it was some, some joke about like BBC News. I don't know if that. Oh, I've I forgotten about that. I've actually like forgotten that. what that joke is. What the fuck? It's what what was the joke? Voice, oh, my God. Your voice sounded like BBC News. Something oh, my God. Like that. that is. Like, and that is embarrassing. Soon, Why like, did I even make reference to it? That, that makes it as, worse. As soon as you said it, the audience were like, oh, oh yeah, oh, English. Boo! Oh. Yeah, and that was, so anyway, that's, I'm sorry, <laughs> that was a big, I've still not told the main story that I started, Amelia. It's going to be like, that's the whole podcast, man. Have a- it's fine. I have the same um, energy sometimes. <laughs> it's called trauma. Okay, anyway. <laughs> keep talking don't feel keep talking don't feel keep talking don't just fill the space come on um Uh, yeah so i was on stage and i had the leopard print shirt on and 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 the 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 show went well and you know and then it was and then it was a year later and i was in the same club doing another (laughs) gong show and i got down to the final two and the guy that was hosting it was like why the why the fuck are you here he's like you already done this show a year ago you won it and you were wearing the exact same fucking shirt and it, I looked down and I was like, oh my God, I've been wearing this shirt for a year. And that's when I realised, like, I hadn't even noticed that it had became like a, 
a uniform. Wow. But that that's like very common for people. And it's like you get into that headspace of thinking, if I don't wear this shirt, I'm going to have a bad gig. That's the mentality, isn't it? So when you were wearing the shirt, did you feel like you had good gigs consistently? Or did you ever have, the question is, did you ever have a bad gig in your iconic leopard print shirt is the big question. When I think, when I try to feel those memories in my head, I don't feel one come to mind. I remember <gasps> other shirts and bad gigs. Yeah, yeah, I remember oh. the tartan shirt and bad gigs and the black shirt and bad gigs. <laughs> but whenever I think leopard print, I just think like power, like energy, like slightly wow. irritating. Like that's my whole vibe. <laughs> Yeah, it's sexy <laughs> and annoying. That's what I wanted yeah. to You kind of decided to wear like a shirt and then next stage is like you decide leopard print shirt and then the final thing is like deciding to have three buttons open. So was that something that you decided for stage or is that like a lifelong vibe no that's that's always been a life thing always been a life thing like i've i've never been able to have like i've, I've never i've never even like been within three meters of a turtle <laughs> neck i've never i've never what? i wouldn't i wouldn't that I wouldn't is such a good it. line so- i you've come out with some belters that and gong.wav like that is those are belters man if this was like a live comedy podcast with an audience people would be pissing themselves Amelia, this is all I want to do. I just want to, I want to have conversations mm. with people that are funny. That's it. That's it. I don't miss. I do not miss. I don't miss jokes. Right. I miss comedy. I miss audiences. Uh-huh. I miss performing. I do not miss going. Oh, that's quite funny. Write that down. Fuck that. I'm so glad I get to live a life where I don't need to write stuff mm. down anymore. I, 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 and I was thinking like maybe, maybe it'd be nice to go. I'll get a new shot, right? New shot. So it's like okay. <laughs> Whole new guy. Whole, who's this guy? He's, he's got two buttons undone. He's he's matured. He's grown up. He's he's left the sex in the past. That third button's a fucking danger zone. So he's up to two. And then I'll come out and I'll just be like, "Hey, listen, I ain't wrote a single joke. I don't have one joke for you people right now. But I'm gonna do my best to entertain you. And I'll and like walk that as my set. And do it the same way I would walk like a normal set. So go to kind of open mics and and practice the skill of it and be bad for a bit. And then eventually learn how to just be in the moment and be able to come up with fluid shit. I'm so sick of going, if I pause here and then if I cut, if I, if I inflect my voice at the end. I'm not a scientist. I'm, I'm a energy transmitter. And I wasn't transmitting energy. It was just before COVID. I was just putting on the shot. Fucking sad clown. Sad clown. I was putting on the leopard print and I was going, <laughs> my dad left when I was young. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh, fuck it, oh, fuck it. I don't want that anymore. I want gong.wav. I want nothing but gong.wav for here And on. I guess what you're saying is like, you you don't like the pretense of pre-written jokes and you just want to be your funny self on stage without the pretense. So you want to be real with the audience, right? Um, that, that was always my issue mm-hmm. with comedy. Right, but on the flip side, so... When you do go on stage, I mean, even if you're not doing like written jokes, there is an element of putting on a persona, right? So how much of yourself um, do you bring on the stage? And especially when you're wearing the shirt, like, is that you off stage too? I mean, you said the shirt was something that was in your wardrobe for a long time, but 
how authentic are you when you're on stage? I think this is I think this is the problem. This is the problem that I've always had is that me off stage is more improvisationally mm-hmm. funny than right, me on stage. That's interesting. A big part of the way that I live my life is um no improvisation in terms of you know, and I, I've been in Monday Night Improv and it's incredible watching people just do that and that and that they're almost training it like a skill, you know. I think it is maybe it's maybe the difference between being um a weightlifter, right? And somebody who's just fucking solid <laughs> that just walks about. Do you know what I mean? This guy he's got the technique and all this and he's he gets the bar and he gets the chalk and all this and he goes when he goes to competitions and then there's this other guy who's just and he I'll get that for you pal <laughs> like that. Right? Monday night improv, I shouldn't I shouldn't any any improvisational comedy, they're the they're the weightlifters. They train it and they're honing it and they practice it and that. But me, I'm just walking about going and hoping that like the funny lands. I never did that on stage. And the best moments I ever had was when I did do that. So yeah, so I built a character that was only a small fraction of my personality. And that was passable, but it was not anywhere near the entire me. I don't wear a leopard print shirt <laughs> every single day. Sometimes I wear t-shirts. So I always wanted to take my top off on stage, but I think a big part of that was just trying to get people to go like, ooh, He's been working hey, out. Hey, look at this guy. <laughs> and not yeah, just on his improv. And I hadn't like... been. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> hey, I can be funny sometimes. Um, just there not on the gong show that oh, you saw Off me the cuff. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was sectarianism. Oh, it wasn't I... your fault. No, no sectarianism. What's the, I don't xenophobia? really know. I think they probably Xenoph- just didn't like me because I was annoying. That's, <laughs> that's what I think. I think that's the reality. But I, we, I feel like it's similar to me. Like you live in this world of like um, relatable, funny, annoying, unique. <laughs> Can you write my press releases from now on? That's gonna be my next fringe poster. Relatable, funny, annoying, unique. It's yeah. Amelia- yeah, it's, well, I, I love that. I love like owning that though, you know, just being like, actually, I'm just like fucking annoying. Um, but you know, we were talking about how sometimes you just wear a t-shirt and you don't wear a leopard print shirt every day. And um, with like your BBC social videos, I was like looking at them and you do just like wear a lot more like chilled out clothes. And it depends on the video though. Um, like the one where you were talking about ADHD, you just had like a really plain, like kind of khaki, like green t-shirt on. And then there was one where you were talking about like God, I think it was called, we all oh, have faith. God. And you're wearing a Amelia. white, you're wearing Amelia. a white shirt. What? Fuck I wanna... off. What? Fuck off. What? Fuck off, Amelia. What? End this pod. Hang up. This what is do it. you mean? That, <laughs> that God video for me is your gong show. Oh, stop. I didn't, Amelia, sorry. I went fucking crazy on, I was like, BBC, you want me to talk about God for, I know, Amelia, I don't believe most of what I said in that video. I was like, I was like, I'll give you something. And I was going through like a bit of a, a bit of a God phase and all that. But the things that I said in that video are not the things that I believe now. I'm not even sure I believed them then. I think I was just like, I might have believed it for like that week. And I just went like, Bleh. and I was like, I'm talking about God. I'll wear a nice white crisp shot because I, I'm, a, I'm a pure Christian boy and as, as it wasn't me, it was not me at all. So you're definitely putting on like a persona for that with the white shirt. For sure. And that's why mm-hmm. I think it irritates that bit in my brain because it wasn't Wow. Me. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And like, um, 
But with your other videos, like your ADHD one, that was like an authentic version of you, just That's being me. real. Yeah, That's really nice. So do you find like having that platform actually helped you to develop that way of being like authentic and real whilst in the public sphere? Because you're not having to write like jokes and punchlines. It's just like you're being yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the social was not the start of that. The start of that was when when Snapchat just came out. <gasps> oh my god, are you an OG Snapchat? Oh my god, I love that. Like trans transition from like BBM. Yeah, yeah, like like from BBM onto like Facebook. I remember I got Facebook because I went to I went to Turkey when I was fourteen, and I, I got a lovely girlfriend in Turkey, and she was she was great. She was fair. She was for your part of the world. She was, she was, um, Wimbledon. Kent. Oh, so come on. Come on. Five, the South. Yeah. The South. Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And she um she was like, oh, have you got, you? I can't do accents. She was like, have you got Facebook? And I was like, what is that? Well, I've got Bebo. I've got Bebo. And she was like, no, I have me on Facebook. So I got Facebook, then went for Facebook, and then Snapchat. So that was like the next progression. And I was on Snapchat, and I was immediately like, okay, how about I just document my entire life for two years how about every amelia we are talking like wake up grab the phone you know the whole the whole day and i just shared my life and it taught me how to speak to the camera in public in a way that um you can only be embarrassed speaking to a camera in public so many times you know yeah if you, if you do it 26 times yeah, it's going to be embarrassing for maybe even like 18 of those. Uh, but by 26, you're like, okay, I point a camera at my face and I talk. And it really allowed me to separate myself from everybody because I'm like, I'm fucking mad. You know, <laughs> I, I point a camera and I talk to myself. But I wasn't talking to myself. I was talking to the people on my Snapchat. But they wow. didn't know that. And I know they didn't know that. So them laughing at me going, look at this fucking idiot. I was like, no, it's okay. You just don't know. You just don't know what it's for. You've just seen something out of the ordinary and went, <laughs> yeah. but you don't know, you don't see the other side of it. Um, somebody, I heard somebody say recently, trees, you know trees? <laughs> Wait, is that, <laughs> is that like an old one of your Snapchats that I literally don't know? And I'm no, like, no, 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 I'm just asking, I'm genuinely asking, like, you know trees? Like, I know you know trees. <laughs> I don't know why I asked it, but I was genuinely just, I just wanted you to go, yes, I know trees. I don't I know why. honestly, that you were doing like a bit that I was supposed to know and I was like and the branches I'm like I've not like... done my research I was like oh this looks so bad it's like maybe it's like one of your most famous videos is it and you're just babbing no, me up no not at all no. I I've never, I've never honestly, spoken about it before I honestly was like is this like a viral video where you just walk around going trees do you know trees and I was like I was like, well, if it's not a viral video, maybe you should make it happen. Maybe I should, maybe I should make it. Trees, 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 trees. No. Um, yeah, so what? Yeah, trees. Somebody said to me recently, trees, trees. They, um, I'm just saying the word, man. I'm caught. I'm fucking stuck. I don't, I don't I'm, know what's I'm happening. I'm stuck in a tree. They said that, like, um, a tree, there's always as much going on underneath as there is up above. So we only ever see a tree. If you say to someone, draw a tree, they draw, you know, base, leaves, branches, and all that. They never think to draw as much underneath as there is on top. That is my metaphor for what my Snapchat videos were like. When somebody, when I, when I walked in the street and I went, and somebody went, fucking look at that. They could only see the bark and the branches and the leaves. They didn't know about the roots, man. 
I was planting the roots. The roots were the people. Whoa, I don't even smoke weed anymore, my phone. Come on, <laughs> you come on. Sound, you sound like you're having like a breakthrough. I love that. That's really interesting. So when we see you now doing stuff, it's like you'd spend ages developing that confidence. And I, I, I know I've been talking about how you're like authentic in the videos, but do you feel like there is like a persona there? Like that's maybe slightly more high energy or is there like is there an element of like oh what's the word oh i've forgotten words trees trees trees, I was say trees. trees. An, an element, element of, of trees if there's an element of um oh my god i want to say is there an element of farce but that's not a yeah. fucking no, word no, 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 but no, no, is there no, no, an no. element of like Facade, facade, yes. facade. Is facade. there a facade? I do a podcast that's literally about what people wear to go on stage and like have a persona, and I like forgot like all this stuff. But yeah, is there an element of that? And see for like, do you ever feel like? I feel like I'm asking two questions at once, but ask me six. <laughs> You'll remember them, right? So like, if there is an element of like. <laughs> If there is a facade yeah. that you created in order to like do those videos, do you ever feel like it then kind of like spills back into your day-to-day -day life? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like after like doing so many videos, like on Snapchat, on the social, now when you kind of go back into just like life, like interacting with people in the real world, I'm doing inverted commas, that you also kind of adopt this persona almost. Okay, let me go even back further than the Snapchat, sir. Even, even further than, and I'll, t I'll tie it in with some clothes stuff for you as well. So <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get. Yeah. But thank you. You can now host yeah. this podcast. You're like, do you, Amina, do you want to just get back on topic? Yeah, and do you want to just hey, get back on topic? It's not your fault. As you talked to fucking Mister Tea Tree Oil over here, man, about <laughs> dragging us away. I'm dragging us in the branches off. Okay, so I gotta go back. So we gotta go back. So as a, so I am, so I'm, 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 I'm 13 years old, and 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 suddenly I get a, an audition for to be on River City, which for any of uh, Amelia's English fans listening, it's Uri Stenders, okay? And for any Northern English fans, it's El Coronation Street, okay? And uh, so it's like, and so I'm 13 years old, and then suddenly I'm on national TV, mm -hmm. and my ego just fucking <laughs> flips out. Because Amelia, Amelia, I'm not me. I'm not this guy. I'm a 13-year-old boy. I am an, I am a, I'm a regular Scottish. I, I'm, old, I'm five foot one, Arab in a white village. I'm, I, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I am. And then suddenly... I'm on the TV. So while I'm supposed to be developing myself as a teenager and going through high school and getting my first job and have it, I'm on the TV. I don't wow. give a fuck about, oh, what, oh, what school? <laughs> I'm on the TV. Are you going to go get an apprenticeship? <laughs> I'm on the TV. Yeah. So I'm fucking well enough. I'm at, and at school, you know what I always hated at school was the uniform. Hated the uniform. You know why? Because they always made you button the buttons right up. They always made you button the buttons right up to the neck. And, and I smashed it in fifth year because instead of having the whole uniform, I just got like a white short sleeve shirt and um, I just would like undo a few buttons and leave the tie. So that was okay. That was, that was allowable. I left school in fifth year to go straight into working on the TV. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck you school. I was like, I don't need to do a sixth year. I'm on the TV. I get, I am, I am. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Um, so, and the worst thing was, is that my character that was on TV, he was play he was the same age as me in real life. So he was like so he was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen as I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So I left school, I I cut my uniform, I burned my tie, 
I was like, I'm, I'm done with this tie. I burned my shirt. I was like, fuck this. And then I went to set and they were like, here's your uniform. Because I was playing a schoolboy, yeah. So I had to leave school and I was still in a fucking uniform, man. <laughs> Buttoned right up. Buttoned, even costume wouldn't let me unbutton it. It was fucking... So two, an extra year of wearing a uniform. I didn't even go to a real school. It was a fake school. Fucking... That's so funny. It's tragic, but funny. Yeah, it's but awesome. Very funny. But so, so let me tie that back into the facade stuff. As Thank it, you it for was, doing mm. my um, job for me. I really like it. No, but I'm like, you're just like, right, let's go back. I'm like, thank you so much. Because I was literally like, I don't know how I'm going to tie this back in. And then you're like, I'll do it for you. I got it. I'll I got do it, it for That's... you. And I'll also give you therapy on your old comedy sets. I'll do it all. Yeah. Don't worry. This is it. Here's, here's the member. Here's the member. Can you hear that hoover in the background? I did. I'm going <laughs> It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. Okay, that's it. Okay, we'll find we'll find a way to edit this all together. Um, okay, so I'll find a way. I'll find a way, baby. What was? What was? I've So you were talking about the uniform and then like River City, and then you said you're gonna like tie it completely. Okay, so 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 well, so well, so because and when I was on when I was. this is it. This is what I've been meaning to do for ages. What's always fucked me up over the years is that I always say I was in River City or I was on River City. What I need to instead be saying was when I walked at River City because it was just a job. I let it become a lifestyle, but it was just a job. And even this it- sounds so fabulous. You literally sound like um, I don't know, like when you watch those programs on MTV, like the Fabulous Life of dot dot dot. I feel like this. <laughs> This is like the vibe yeah. right now. It's, uh, this is like after everything's all walked out. So this is like all the chaos has happened, and they're like, oh, "Let me, let me reflect." Like, yeah, oh, I was in a, I was in a bad place, man. Yeah, all that. But um, yeah. So where, yeah. So while I was while I was walking at River City, um, and I was, I would a lot of people would recognize me. A because I was the only little Asian boy that was on TV, and this was at the time before Netflix. When I was on, when I was on there, we did not have Netflix, Prime, all that shit. You had the channels, or you had like on demand. That was it. So it was like, yeah. So viewing figures for like normal channels, like was big. So people would recognize me all the time, and they would go, "Oh, you're we get, you're we And I, at this point, I'm just a normal teenager. But I, if when people would come up to me like that, I couldn't then go, "Listen, man." I've had a really hard day at school. Like the girl that I like doesn't like me back. I I've got a lot of homework today. Thank you for recognising me, man. But I I'm just gonna leave if that's okay. Couldn't do that. A because I hadn't had that much like adult practice, and B because I didn't want to let people do like that. So when people would come mm-hmm. up to me and go, "You're the wee guy," I'd go, "I'm the wee guy. I'm the wee guy. How you doing? How you doing?" Chat away, chat away, and the facade got so thick. Because I was just constantly playing the role of myself. I was playing... Oh my God. Yeah, they recognised me because I played a character. And then they met me and I had to play another character. And wow. I... Yeah. This is so interesting. The, like, the kind of like nerd in me is like, Ah, I love this shit. This is what I find so interesting. And that's why I, kind of why I started this podcast. Because I just find it so, so interesting. So you're playing like you on screen. And then there's you when you're not in front of people so when you're just by yourself or with like family and friends like close friends and then there's you when you're in public and you get recognized mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Jeez, then that's a lot to sort of 
juggle, isn't it? It's, I think it's what pretty much threw me into the kind of stage of my life that I got to where I essentially, yeah, I'll go into this stuff, man. It's, uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, I had all these characters, uh, but what that meant is, is that I was really good at lying. I became a really good liar, not only to other people, but to myself. And for up until this year, pretty much, I was able to keep these different aspects of myself as separate without ever really knowing that they existed. So I had a kind of dual life that I was living. Um, it started as just acting like I had two separate lives, but then it actually kind of split me. So there was the me that I always was that got pushed further and further down, and the further down that me got the thicker the character go. So the more insecure, the more vulnerable, the more um, uh, like mental I became, the thicker the facade go. So the more confident, the more happy, the more successful I looked on the outside. And the more people would say, oh, you're doing well for yourself. Things look really good. Oh, I'm so, um, you must be really proud of what you've done. And that was, and then eventually it all just came to a head where the real me had been repressed so much in favour of this character that the character essentially took over to the point that it just had to break and no until everything broke did I go, right, okay, no more characters. And that was tied back into stand-up. That's why my stand-up never felt impactful to me. That's why it was leopard shut every time because I didn't mind playing a character because I didn't want to be myself. I wanted to be anybody else except myself and that's why my comedy was never... It was never what I wanted it to be, which was truthful, piercing, improvised, vulnerable, raw. It was always polished, funny, about race. Like, just the easiest shit that I could get to make people laugh because I didn't care about expressing myself. I cared about getting laughter. And so I, I, I put on the shirt. I became somebody else. I got the laughter. I went home. And then I was still myself. And I was like, oh, shit, well, that didn't work. Oh, I'll write more jokes. And just cycle, 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 cycle bananas what do you know about minimalism <laughs> is this another like viral video that i haven't seen <laughs> you're one about minimalism i wanted to ask you so like that's so interesting how this shirt like symbolizes for you putting on this self that you've actually been doing for quite a long time in like all your work so what i was saying about how that version of you is authentic maybe isn't true like what you're saying is like you've been playing a persona whenever you've been in on front of the camera in public even when you meet people that recognize you always on see like now that you're reflecting and maybe like I think gigs haven't been happening so you've had this time to think you want to do improv and stuff like and freewheel as they say what would you want to talk about like so you said the stuff that you used to talk about on stage, you don't want to talk about anymore. What would you like talk about now if you were to go on and do a show? Is that a weird question? <laughs> I don't know. That, I, um, that's what, that is where, that I wouldn't even, I don't even want to get that far in the planning uh -huh. process. I just want yeah. to be, I want to, get, I want to have like two goals. Number one, mm -hmm. show up. Number two, transmit chaotic energy that's it mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. and then whatever else happens ha and sometimes it'll be bad sometimes i'll be trying <laughs> to do it and it'll be horrible to watch um yeah i think it's just the way that i live my life is when i rock up to speak to people i don't go mm -hmm. i'm gonna speak i'm gonna meet amelia at the pub today and i'm gonna talk about candles i'm gonna tell mm -hmm. her all about vanilla i rock up and then we see where it goes see where the conversation goes yeah. see what happens and as long as i'm there present authentic thinking 
I'm in the moment. Could not do that. Did you find that way when you had really well-rehearsed sets? Or did you find that the well-rehearsedness allowed you more freedom? So, um, actually, now that you... I've not really talked about this that much, but, like, I think with doing my songs, like musical comedy, what that provides is like a structure with the song and I'll normally find what's funny in the song initially and then improvise more to find the little jokes that I say in between like the the music, you know? And then I, I try and make, sometimes I it is improvised and then I try and make it look improvised even though it is just repeated faux improvisation. Um, but then, if there's stuff happening in the room, the musical comedy provides me the space and the music to comment. That guy's having fun. They hate me. You know, and that's what I found I enjoy the most as well, like you. That's um, also what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I think like the safety net of... It's like, those are the bits that are for me. Do you know what I mean? If I'm like, just like breaking the awkward energy, those bits are for me. But I, I do love... I love singing. So mm. for me, it's like, and I love doing silly choreography and doing the same little dance moves and stuff. But yeah, it's nice to be able to just experiment with that stuff. And I, I think for me though, unlike someone who's just doing like material or just on stage without backing music, I think I have a bit of a safety net. That's the thing. I de- the music is a safety net. Fucking- and that's what helped me to get from that gong show mm. wearing like, I was wearing all black and like doing the gong, getting gonged off. Hi, I'm Amelia Gong. Because um, um, well like- you, Amelia? Well you, Amelia? Well <laughs> you? No, you're not allowed to turn this on me. <laughs> you're not allowed to turn this on me. No. Um... I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I actually don't know the answer to that question. That's so bad, isn't it? I mean, it? I'd say you're um, a lot more Amelia now than you were then. Well, that's good. I think when I was trying to be edgy, do you know what I mean? I'd speak really slow and it was very conceited and I just, I was trying to be cool. And do you know what I mean? I just, that was, I'm not, re- I'm not cool. Don't try to be cool. Do you know what I mean? I'm not cool. Like, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not guarded or reserved. Like, I'm just a bit awkward and weird i think sometimes so i think it's good to like lean into that um but yeah musical comedy for me helped me to like get the confidence with the structure of the songs to improvise more and there were some gigs that were like on a tuesday night at monkey barrel called project x oh, I know where we project. were allowed to go up and like cl- do a bit of clowning you know and <laughs> i think they were quite freeing gigs so i really get what you mean about like the idea of of not doing the same material again and like um but again, as you were saying, a lot of it's going to be bad. Yeah. So it's like having that faith that even if th- things are bad for a while, they will get better. And also getting over that ego and the pride of perfectionism and wanting every gig to be good. Go so, fail. Go fail thoroughly. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think, I don't know if this will even make sense, but it makes so much <laughs> sense to me. And it's been such a big influencer mm-hmm. in my life as the... I'm, I'm on medication for ADHD they're doing that absolutely changed my life but before that mm-hmm. and I notice when I'm off my medication I'm quicker because my brain is a lot more disorganised and then the disorganisation cool. can come the randomization of comedy mm-hmm. um, but for me for years you know I would always try to you, try, you know when you just try to improvise a joke you're like I fucking and I, I, would, I would you just try to come up with stuff and I would always get to like a point in the joke where my brain would just melt so I'd be like I wasn't that when you were on the bus and you were fucking uh, 
fucking I, I, <laughs> I don't even know man do you know what I mean and I'd done that for yeah. years but I kept trying and then over the years I would get a bit further and a bit further and be like I was that when you were on the bus you were sitting there and your ass fucking and then to that but then it got to the point where because I kept practicing and kept failing and kept not being able to come up with the jokes the fucking synapses in my brain or whatever just managed to wire and now I'm at a point in my life where I can go I was that when you were sitting on the bus you were sitting on your fucking ass playing your Nintendo DS and eating a fucking snackerjack was it and then like yeah. people are like have you said that before I'm like no 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 but I've practiced <laughs> the skill of trying to make shit up and I imagine it'll be the same in comedy but it'll take practice I was just thinking there, like, so this idea of, like, failure and, like, letting go of the reins, I guess, in some way when you're on stage. So, like, I would say, like, the leopard print shirt, like, maybe that represents that idea of trying to make every gig go the same. You know what I mean? Do the same material, wear the shirt, show same up. Same joke. Like, Start, same joke every yeah. time. Yeah. So it's like, see, now you're, like, you're over the shirt. That kind of, like, represents you being like, look, I'm over that whole predictability thing of the gig. What would you wear like now if you were to wear something that would be the the opposite of <laughs> the leopard print shirt? Like what would you wear? Like just like a white t-shirt or something? Cat suit, fucking strapped up high heels, fucking yeah, bit of, bit of eyeliner. Yeah, just fucking because it doesn't matter what I look like anymore. Before when I was on stage, I would never talk about the I would never talk about the problems I was facing in my life. I would mm-hmm. never talk about my weaknesses. I would never talk about my sexuality. God forbid mm-hmm. I turned the room against me if I talk about my sexuality. Mm-hmm. But all that stuff is the stuff that makes me me and is the stuff that is the most interesting to talk about and is the funniest shit that I'm able to joke about, you know, for a lot a long time. A long time. Huh. Yeah. So like, um, so now you're saying that when you go into gigs and like when things open up and if you were to like try this new way of being and I guess like talk about this stuff that you care about and mm. try and move away from the topics you used to talk about. Yeah, like so you're saying you would just wear like different clothes every night and like express your sexuality and your identity through those clothes, not just like the shirt, like you're just push that in different ways for sure like um even like i wore a rainbow wristband to the gym and that was it i was just genuinely because it was a wee sweatband and it was there but i yeah. felt a bit different i felt a bit i felt a bit more myself i was like hey i was like hey and if you know maybe if i seen uh, if for some reason one of my arab uncles happened to be in that gym i don't know why he's in the jd gym in glasgow i don't know why he's not in abu dhabi why why are you here but if he walked up and he was like Hey man, what's, what's going on? I'd be like, oh, it's just a rainbow, man. Oh, it's just a wee rainbow wristband. Like, oh no, just for just for wiping my sweat and that. But really, it's because I'm going. Hey, I'm okay with this. Hey, I'm okay with it. And, That's uh, before- lovely. Like that little, like I don't know, that little bit of expression or like expression of sexuality is nice. Um, so do you think, like, in the future, you said you didn't want to talk about um, like your like Arab identity. I hope that's the right way of me saying that. I don't know if I wouldn't want to sound like Amelia. I don't, I don't know. Amelia. I, Amelia. Amelia. I don't want to sound like a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Lord, your, your Arab identity. But I, what I wanted to say was, um, do you think what will make you feel like you're kind of being more authentic is if you talked about like your like Arab identity in relation to your sexuality? Like if you actually Come address, because that's what you're dealing with now. Like that's actually what's that's at the forefront of your mind. So if you were to sort of discuss those topics you think you'd feel positive 
for sure and mm-hmm. the, i when i was talking about my race stuff before mm-hmm. um i i met my arab family when i was 18 Mm-hmm. And I was telling the same story when I was 22, 23, mm-hmm. 24. Which meant that I'd never progressed for being 18. Because mm-hmm. even as I was writing my jokes and stuff, the experience of it happened when I was 18. Which means that, I, you know, yeah, I might have a bit, but I can't keep fleshing it out because it's not keeping happening. It's happened and it's fading. And while mm-hmm. it was fading, I was trying to flesh it, keep it, flesh it, keep it. And that's what, it, I think that's genuinely where it started getting a bit more racist. Because I was running out of ideas and I was like, if you just say bad words, people will laugh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, okay, because I wasn't living in the new. I was mm-hmm. trying to live in the past and make it current. And the way I thought make I would make it current is with laughter. So I would just mm-hmm. say whatever people wanted to hear. Oh, camels and that. People were like, hey, I know that, you know what I mean? waste of time because it wasn't what I was about it wasn't what was important to me mm-hmm. but if I went back new to doing comedy and I wanted to talk about that stuff I would want to showcase my weaknesses because before I just wanted to impress people I wanted validation I wanted people to go you're good you're okay nothing's wrong with you you're not mm-hmm. now I can go upstairs and go no there's fucking lots wrong with me let me tell you about it bit mm-hmm. by bit and yeah I think definitely it's, it's, it's definitely a, a bit of a struggle for me, man, because I know I think the chances of anyone from my uh, from my Emirati side hearing this podcast are uh, very, very slim. But there's a genuine chance that if I was to come out, be a, do a big gay Facebook video, right? Go to the mm-hmm. social, I'm like, social, I'm doing a big gay video. I want rainbows, mm-hmm. I want balloons, I want both men and ladies, but in a non-sexual way, because I'm also dealing with other stuff, and I want it to be a big parade, and I want everybody to go, I want it to say bicon, and I want it to be tattooed across my forehead like that. And the BBC are like, okay. And then if that found its way back, like if that suckled back to certain members of my family, there's a chance that I might never get to speak to the people again. There's a chance that they might see that and go, oh, devil shit. Like, that's devil shit. Like, we can't have anything to do with that. So it's so hard. It's been so hard recently, Amelia, mm-hmm. to try to find out who I am while at the same time keeping secret who I am wow. from the people who I want to show, which is the people that I put all my content out for, audiences. Yeah. People, can you, I guess you can say fans. I mean, the Scottish mm-hmm. enemy is like, you, no one's ever a fan, but people are fans. We have mm-hmm. fans. People are fans of our content. And I want to be able to express my truth with them and what's genuinely going on in my life. And I'm really fucking boxed in in this wee Zoom box right now. And yeah, that, that shit, that's interesting to me. I don't give yeah. a fuck about camels and sandals we've done camels and sandals let's talk about heartache let's talk about <laughs> pain let's talk about yeah. yeah um you've made me think of two things actually um one of them is in relation to like for me i talked a lot about my sexuality on stage before i'd actually processed it off stage so i'm like you know i was like talking about it when i was like coming out and stuff and still I feel like I have some way to go in like processing it you know and like living my true authentic self and in some ways the way that I did it was like (laughs) it was almost like the wrong way around I'm okay with it Uh, I don't know if I'm okay with it like I was okay with it but I just I don't think I'd like fully like come out to like all my family my friends you know it was like I I have this problem of yes always wanting to share everything all the time with everybody when actually what I should be doing is like journaling (laughs) you know like because it's like I just have like no boundaries and that's been a real problem for me in being a performer um 
and like i think i might have got somewhere like with it now where i kind of like have a therapist now <laughs> which i didn't have for so long and you know she's well i, I didn't have one but no, like you now had hundreds of therapists one. they were all sat in the crowd <laughs> being know, confused no oh. um so yeah i was just like it's weird to think of like there's like almost like too extreme there must be like some kind of middle ground you know of like be. but i don't know where it is <laughs> so it's interesting that you mentioned earlier on like how you had these different identities of like um you like on tv you and you meet people that recognize you you in public you in private and but now this is happening privately and publicly you also have this like two identities of like you where you can be open about your sexuality and you where you actually can't so that must be really hard yes it's it's probably like it's probably and has been for many years like the biggest struggle Mm -hmm. in my life but i wouldn't even talk about it to myself so yeah yeah, so it was like because the the facade was so thick that i was able to just be like everything's okay i'm a i'm I'm gonna sleep with women and that was as far as the plan got it was like what about Mm -hmm. you're gonna deal with any of this stuff (laughs) nah 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 Mm -hmm. man i'm just gonna I sleep with women it's gonna be okay you're gonna face the deepest darkest parts of yourself that you're ashamed to sh- <laughs> no man boobs and that you're like yeah and it didn't work Amelia mm-hmm. it didn't work so now it's all like crumbled down and I'm like okay okay cool let's just be myself as much as possible and let's see what it goes I read a quote recently that was like um god forbid that like god forbid you choose the wrong face for success because if you need to keep it for the rest of your life and it's not yours you're fucked you know what I mean? Like Oh my god, this is this quote is like like so like I don't know, it's just true of like this podcast and like although it made me like if you choose the wrong look for success then you're fucked. Like you're like I chose the wrong look. I chose the leopard print shirt. Funny look. <laughs> it was a funny look. Clubs, clubber, guns, like at the moment do you feel like you want to share you now or do you like do you know what I mean like do you feel like you want to like share this sounds like I feel like this is like you know like do you want to share do you want to share real you let me hear you roar I don't want to like, let me hear you. I, I feel it's like it's just like turned into like quite it's gone from being like quite a Silly vibe to actually like a serious. serious. That's what I want. We'll pick vibe. back up for silly. It was the end. Well, we were like, uh, <laughs> like a French show. This is like being a French show. There's been like the emotional forty minute mark, and now, come on, we can get it back up and get a, get an award for this podcast. So we've talked about stuff. Um, I can't really, I can't remember. I can't remember what I've talked about. I actually can't. I feel like I've been on like drugs this whole time um that's that's what i want i want people to come away going what time is it is it tomorrow (laughs) i don't know what's going on so we've talked about kind of like all your different identities and like your relationship between not even just like you it's like most performers will have on stage off stage right and it's like off stage on stage and when they go on stage they put on a mask costume but actually for you it's a bit different because you have for you even when you were off set people still 
you know, your whole world was a stage. Wow, there must be, there's a Shakespeare quote in there somewhere. Um, so how do you feel now? Like in terms of your relationship with how you're gonna be when you're like walking around <laughs> and and when you're, <laughs> and how you're gonna be on the stage. Is your like aim to just be like the same all the time? And is that to just be like, just kind of like just you and, and not like putting on the shirt? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. As yeah, um, every, uh, everything is a performance, like, mm-hmm. and in essence, like, you know, when you look in the mirror and you fucking <laughs> you go like smile at yourself, you don't mm-hmm. really want to smile. You've not seen anything smile worthy, but you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy today. Uh, are you? No, you're pretending to be happy. That's okay. That's okay. Pretend to be happy. It's fine. Everything's a performance. But yeah, for me, I want to walk on stage and I want to walk off stage. And I want there to be no difference. And when I get home, I don't want it to be any difference for the me that was out in the world to the me that's there now. And that means making people uncomfortable. That's what that means for me. That's what that means for me. I've spent my whole life trying to make it easy for people. These fucking people, I mean, <laughs> these normal fucking... <laughs> Pint drinking. The people that listen to the podcast. No, I'm joking. I don't think we have. I don't think those people. Those people are not listening. They're not listening. Funny looks. They're not listening to my podcast. They're they're listening to Clyde One. That's all they listen to. Amelia is nothing but Clyde One. And that they they are the people that have been like, oh, do you like me? Fuck you. I don't care if you like me. I don't. For you, I hope you like. I don't know. You don't exist. (laughs) You don't exist to me. You don't, my cats, my family, my friends, they're the, the people, and even my friends, some friends I forgot. There's people who are friends with me who I can't remember. And th- even they people, they're important to me. So why the fuck am I worrying about strangers? Why the fuck? Oh, I better, better go out of town and put some hair gel in. Why? For who? What the fuck are you talking about? Beard oil? Why have you got beard oil, man? You can just go have a beard, have your normal beard. Nah, Amelia, I'm done with all that. I just want to be able to be... My normal. Your final, your final comment is just. And this whole them. podcast Fuck is. Them. I don't like beard oil. Like that's like yeah. your. I like. Don't wanna, do you know what's I really? Like, do you know what's really funny is like before I came on here when I visualize you performing, I honestly visualize a leopard print shirt, and it's funny because like when I I was like I wrote all these notes and I was like I was like just try not to talk about the shirt too early on because that's gonna be a gold mine. <laughs> And then you brought it up, and we've talked about it it's <laughs> the gone whole all the time. Way but do you like, want to know how the leopard print shirt ended up? Yeah, this is this is. Let's ha- note to listeners: this is going to be the real heart of this 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 uh, episode. This this going to be the this is going to be the wrap it up and tie yeah. it in a knot. Yeah. Oh fuck! Right. Oh fucking hell! Because this. Oh. There's two ways to do this story. I can just go for the wee bit or I can go, there's a wee bit before it that's quite rough, but then it leads into the big bit, which might make it more impactful, but it also might be a hashtag downer ending. Bojack Horseman season three. <laughs> season I don't three, know. I mean, two. we're going to win awards, darling, with this. We're going to win yeah. awards with this. So come on. But also don't feel like you have to, um, you know, use any like, you know, I don't want you to like feel like, you have to use your vulnerabilities for this podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's but too Amelia, late. It's too that's late. That's all I want to do. It's that's too all late. I want to do now. I want to showcase my weaknesses, my worst points, my vulnerabilities. Because I've spent, when was that? Where's my 25? I've spent 12 years gone. <laughs> Everything's okay. I'm good. 
I'm good. Everything's okay. I'm good. You're good, cause I'm good. I've never been good, Amelia. I've always been mad, and I know I'm willing to accept it. And in that, I get freedom. So probably some people listen to this podcast and know that gun. Oh, oh, this is far too much. Oh, this I don't know. Good, fuck them. Turn it off. I don't want them, Amelia. <laughs> see the people. See the people that are listening and going, whoa, what is this? They people. They're my people. Bring them in. Get the, oh, put your hats on. You're just telling my listeners, fuck them. <laughs> That's what no, you're doing. You're just saying. You're yeah, just, some of them. You're some like of them. saying into the mic, if you don't like this, fuck off. Like, that's basically yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, because back in the day, I'd been like, I really hope that everyone's enjoyed all the stories that we've had here. And I hope that everyone manages to have a really good day out there. And just keep focusing on your goals and keep moving forward. <laughs> Fucking deal with your trauma. Right, are you ready? Ready? I'm going to tell you the story, Amelia. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Right, so let me, uh, would you like to Would you like to hear how the leopard print shirt ended up? Yeah. Okay, it's a bit of a mad story, okay, and it, and it gets a wee, there's a wee bit of it, it's, it's quite rough, but I'll go for it, okay, cool, so, okay, it was approaching the Glasgow Comedy Festival, which was in March of this year. I don't think it was this year. No. I think it was, quite, yeah, <laughs> I think it was like was two years month, ago. Uh, that's why, that's why I leave wee pauses for you to go, that's just not right. Okay, I think right. it was, it last year? I last mean, the year, year that it, it got cancelled. Well, it kind of got, people's shows got cancelled, didn't they? For sure, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. My show got cancelled um, like two days before I was supposed to go on. But as part of my show, what I'd done is I'd wrote this whole like 20 minute set and <laughs> I was going to, I know that's not enough, Amelia. I know that's not <laughs> enough sorry, for the show. I I, no. No, Amelia, you are correct. I had been neglecting the duties of writing a show. I was like, I'll make it up on the night. So even back then, even back then, I must have had the inkling. But that wasn't like a conscious choice. That was lazy days, huh? Lazy days. I was like, I'm going. I'm just. I'll just fucking rock up and talk about my dad. That'll be alright. So I go. To, I go to a gig. Ran by Declan McGuigan. Shout out, big Declan McGuigan man. Hope Shout doing well. out. Okay, so anyway, he'd done a gig and it was in this basement and it was and 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 it was like there was there was no one was there and the gig started and no one came and then like five of my friends came and that kind of filled out the room and I was like mm-hmm. oh yeah and then another like three of my friends came and I was like whoa and then the girl I was seeing brought two people so suddenly this room was packed and I was like oh and it was mostly people like that knew me so I was like oh this is fantastic I went up on stage I did my I did my I did my set. And I fucking I smashed it. You know why? Because I knew most of the audience. Like I, there was more people in that room that were my friends than were not my friends, <laughs> including the comedians in that room. So I went on. I smashed the gig. I was like, I've absolutely got leopard print shirt on. You know the leopard print shirts on, and I've, I've nailed it. Done the whole twenty minutes. Some bits have went okay. Some bits have went fantastic. And I was like, okay, let's do it. A message pops up on Facebook for a comedy club in Glasgow, <laughs> being like, we've got a spot. And I was on fire at this point. My le- my shirt was like floating. I had like steam coming off it. It was like the, the rip at the back was like an air vent because I was just fucking. <laughs> I was on fire. And I was like, okay, let's do this, man, let's do it. So my friend fucking, she took me away for the comedy club. So I left all my friends in the com- in the basement and my one friend drove me to this comedy club and it was like, it's fucking go time. Here we go. Thursday night, get on stage, try to do the exact same thing that I've just done in that, you know, the comedy club yeah. before. I go, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying some new shit. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about a bit of sexuality stuff. Not too much, but just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I get up and I, and, I, and I do it. And it doesn't go too well, but it doesn't go badly. Good enough that when I come back to the table, some comedians go, that was all right, man. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. no going, ooh, ooh. <laughs> there's not an awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, nobody's like, oh, we all have bad days, man. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, that's okay. Okay. But the host, Amelia, the host of the show, takes me outside and says, I need to speak to you. And I go, what? 
And that's the bell the host show takes me outside. Another comedian goes on stage, and this host takes me outside and starts going through me like a school teacher in a corridor. The host's like, How dare you use those words? How dare you say those things? Your material's lazy, it's racist, it's sexist, it's homophobic, it's disgraceful. I better never see you on a comedy lineup with me again. And Amelia, I have spent, as we've discussed on this podcast, my whole life trying to just have everybody go, hey, you're good, you're mm-hmm. alright, you're okay. This was the opposite. I hadn't been given any trouble like that since high school. Mm-hmm. So my brain just melted. I went into like mm-hmm. a kind of comatose state where I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, what is happening here? What is happening here? And I went to walk out the comedy club and I was like, no, I can't do it. So I went back up. I went back up after getting in trouble and I went back up to those days like, just one more time, like, just, just, what did I do, what did I do, just tell me one more time, and they were a bit calmer this time, they are like, is this, is that, it's not okay, it's not okay, and, and that for me was, and this is, this is a quote, quote, it was the most traumatic thing that had happened in my 20s, because mm-hmm. no that many bad things had happened to me in my 20s, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I had not, nothing bad, and this, like, stayed with me, and then lockdown happened, mm-hmm. so the show got cancelled, and I just sat, and for weeks, my shoulders mm-hmm. were in my ears, and I was like, oh. Now, what I can realise looking back is, like, that the host was saying the same thing that I've been saying on this podcast, and that I wasn't being authentic, and mm-hmm. I wasn't being myself. I was trying to portray a character, and that character didn't matter what it was saying, because it wasn't true. But mm-hmm. at the time, when it first happened, I just thought, oh, God, I fucking hate this. I hate comedy. Mm-hmm. What is this industry? Everybody's an arsehole. I fucking... And I just so much self-loathing and whatever the opposite of other people is. and the leopard print shot had like absorbed all of this for me like i couldn't even look at it because it was wow. like when whenever i seen it i was like oh that was that was it that's what done it and i was look i thought i can't do this anymore and i gave up comedy which was easy because it was a pandemic yeah? and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i'm done i'm done with this thing that isn't happening anymore <laughs> And so I was like, I was like, I'm fucking finished. And then I decided I'm going to be an artist. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be a barber. Okay. I'm going to be an artist. So I went to art school and I, and I, and I like decided, no, I'm going to just find new ways to express myself. And I went through this whole fucking journey all through lockdown. And then one day I rediscovered the leopard print shot. And when I looked (laughs) at it, I didn't feel sad about it. I felt so thankful that Mm -hmm. it had been like a symbol, like a totem that helped me get to that next step. Without that incident happening and me going through that horrible low, I would never have made it to this part where I can actually be myself, where I can actually express myself, where I have an, an art and I'm not just looking for validation. So I ripped up the leopard print shot and I started using it as scraps to paint all these paintings that I painted. Oh I my painted, God. Yeah. I Did painted you... self-portraits, painted portraits of my partner, I painted my family, I painted my friends and I was always cleaning up with leopard print shot. Never. <laughs> I was like, thank you for getting me here. And now it's gone, eh? And do you want to know something? I bought another one. I bought another <laughs> leopard print shirt. Yeah, I bought another one. I was like, if I ever start comedy again, I might need it. And see, when I put it on, Amelia, it just, it didn't work. Oh my it didn't God. work. I had to throw it out because it wasn't the same. That is, wow. I feel like this seems like we, like I like rendezvoused with you prior to this, like, right, so let's get this narrative sorted with this shirt story, okay? That's what it, because li- I'm like, I, you know the artwork that I actually made for you? I didn't show it to you yet, is you in the shirt? No. Like, so isn't that so- get, get the man bun, get the wee man bun in. And it's like, 
oh that's like so funny that like that's like been your actual journey with the show <laughs> I wasn't expecting group. that that's really um it's really great that you can be honest about what happened with your material and um I guess like your regrets about it I I think le- or like less- not regrets you're like <laughs> just twisted what you said you're like i'm really grateful for what happened i'm like so you're saying that you really regret all your material is that well, what that's, that's, that's what you're, you're, you're a bad you're, you agree you're a terrible person like, that's not what i said at all so you do agree so you do agree no there's definitely a lot of regrets there's definitely a lot of regrets i just said that that's like no, you're really right. no, poor no, interview style no no no, no, no but no, i worry because no, i'm like obviously i want to like I, I feel like I want to just be a good interviewer, but like I'm also like I fucked it, man. Hey, uh, so hey, do you regret like everything you that you've done? I, yeah, <laughs> like, also. Like and I'm like, also. What? Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey with the leopard print shirt and with your material and your aspirations as a comedian and on the stage and also just yeah about your identities in the public sphere and in private i've never got to really talk about this stuff except Mm -hmm. between other conversations with people you know so this has been yeah i've loved this this has been really good good practice for a fucking true expression in the world and um everyone you can check out tarry and boyd's work as an artist Ooh, that's something amelia my name isn't Tarium. What? My name is not Tarium. <laughs> yeah, my name. What is, is it? My name is Tarium. So I was pronouncing it wrong. No, no, no. I told people it was Tarium, Amelia. I wanted to run from my own name. So Terry and Boyd is what yeah. I should say. Okay. So and you can check. <laughs> like I was like, like a, no I end. was like, I fucked it. I was like, I fucked it again. <laughs> Not only did I say, do you regret? Your, I was like, do you regret your whole life? So you're, tr- <laughs> so are you trying to say you regret your whole life? Um, so thank you so much, Terry and Boyd, artist extraordinaire, honest person. Yes, yes. Um, thank you, and I don't know if I'll edit out how I introduced you at the start because that is a good. Um, this feels like a, like a. I didn't know this is what this was going to be, but this feels like one of those, like, when people do, like, the podcast that, like, the reveal all. That's what it feels like. Yeah, but well, I just wanted to talk about the shirt, but it's, it's Amelia, we talked can... so little about clothes. We talked so little about clothes. <laughs> Mostly talked always... about my issues. <laughs> no, we talked about your, um, your identity and, like... That's true. And the shirt. Anyway, if anybody wants to uh, buy a leopard print shirt... It's unofficial merch for Terrium Boyd. You can get one from River Island. So check it out. Yes. Unofficial. All River City. All River City. God. Yes, come on. Tying it all up. You're doing my job for me. Well, I'll definitely be checking out your art and um, look forward to seeing you on a stage soon. Not in the shirt. Not in the shirt. Shirtless. Come on. Thank you for having me on. This is wonderful. This is a wonderful show. Boom. Clothes, clover, gone, stuff, clothes, clover, I can't get enough, no. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's a podcast talking to performers about their clothes they wear. It's a podcast talking to performers 
I can't get it.